understanding to give us, some, some illumination to give us as we look at what that means. Amen. Amen. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Oh, hallelujah. Amen. The, the subject matter that I want to deal with this morning is Jesus, our illuminator, our Jesus, the light of our life. Father, even now, have your way. Move Tracy out the way and allow there to be a manifestation of Yashakanda's glory that falls fresh on us no matter where we may be. Lord, endue me with more power, more anointing, that I may say what you want me to say, that I may utter the words that you want me to utter. Lord, give wisdom, give it, penetrate into our spirits. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. As mentioned last week, David is not saying these words on the mountaintop. He was saying it in the valley law. Many commentators believe that David is saying this when he is running from Saul. Saul has tried to kill him. Saul's supposed to be his mentor, his friend. He was like a father to David. But Saul noticed that the anointing of God was on David because Saul, in his disobedience, had now lost the anointing. Yes, sir. <laughs> God had been patient with King Saul, gave him chance after chance after chance, but his heart had already turned, and God knew, I'm not going to get him back. So, so God saw a man after his own heart, or a man that would seek his heart. Are you seeking the heart of God? That, that's what that means, that David was seeking the heart of God. He wanted to know God. He wanted to know God's way, God's heart, and was willing to say, yes, Lord. Can you, let me stop right here. God won't show you more if you're not willing to do more. Uh, uh, God knows whether you are willing to say yes or no, and if he knows you're not going to do what he shows you, 
Why should he give you more illumination? More understanding. Why, 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 why should he waste his, 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 uh, his life when you're not going to do it? I mean, even as Christians, we limit how much God does in our life by our unwillingness to say, yes, Lord. Many of us are too satisfied. We're where we are with him. You, you got to have a hunger. You have to have a thirst. God said that I'll show up when you seek me with all of your heart. He said, he said when you seek my face, me, my presence, he said, I'll show up. He said, but, but if you want to date me, but, but if you just want me to show up sometime, he said, no, I'm committed to you. And I show my commitment on Calvary. How committed are we in our relationship with him? David finds strength in the valley because David was committed on the mountaintop. Who you are on the mountaintop will come, will, will, will come out in the valley. Oh, y'all don't hear me. If you play it around, if you slide and dip it, when things are going good, when you get in the valley, you're going to lose your mind. But if you praising him, seeking him, getting in his presence, if you, if you, if you show up, know that you need him in the mountaintop, God's Presence will keep you in the valley. Look at David. David has a band of misfits that has come around him. So there was no one that could pour into him. Some of us is always looking for someone to pour into us. But maybe God want to get you ready to pour into somebody else. That's good. David is now the commander-in-chief of people that are misfit, disqualified, things are not going well, and, and they're gathering around him because God has made David a natural-born, a spiritual-born leader. Yes, David at this point in this song, which is like a journal, is encouraging himself. He's not speaking to other people. He's speaking to himself. Sometimes you have to be able all by yourself to encourage yourself because you can't find encouragement anyplace else. Look what he says. He says, the Lord is my light. In the Hebrew, it means he's my illuminator. He's the one who gives me perception. He's the one who gives me vision. I can't see correctly without him. I'm not dependent on my human wisdom and knowledge and discernment because I can only see so far. God shows me what I can't see with my natural eyes. 
Uh, somebody need, somebody need a, come on now. He said, he said, God gives me hope in this bad situation because I see beyond what's before me. Uh, it looks bad right now. It looks like I'm, I'm out for the count. It, it looks like I'm not going to make it. The king and all his army is after me, but I see beyond what is happening. God has given me a promise yeah. that I know he's going to fulfill. Yeah. Do you have a promise from God? Yeah. Let, me, let me start right here. Faith enables you to have joy and an expectation when the devil's throwing everything at you. We are in spiritual battles and the one thing that Satan is trying to take from you, he's not trying to take your car. Yeah. He's he really not trying to take your husband. He really not trying to he, he's trying to take your faith. Say that with me. He's after my faith. Now he will mess with everything around you to mess up your faith. He will cause fire to happen around you, but ultimately, the one thing that is of value to God. Oh, y'all, 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 y'all need to hear this. The only thing you got that is of value to God is your faith. The one thing He requires us to grow is our faith. It's not your knowledge. It's not your intellect. It's not your ability. It's your faith. Because yeah. if you don't do it by faith, it's not worth anything anyhow. David is saying, Lord, you get dreams. You get visions. You give understanding. You give a matter of fact, he's saying, but we are groping in darkness until God turns on the light. Yes, sir. John writes in 1 John chapter 5, he says in that last chapter, he says, the whole world is in wickedness or the devil's sway, groping in darkness. Jesus says in John chapter 8, he said, I am the light. I came into the darkness to give you light. Yes, sir. When, when God talks about light, he's not just talking about spiritual light. He's talking about even discovering what is in you. Did you know you can't pull your life together without him? We have bought a lie that says this. I can pull my own self up by my bootstraps. Come on, sir. In the last year, God has allowed me to erase that. Force me. Force me through brokenness. 
to decrease. He decreased by increasing. Let me, let me explain. I now realize I bring nothing to the table. <laughs> Listen, I never thought I brought much, but I only had this ability to be tough, to, to outstrengthen, to out. Guess what God said? This is what he said to me. He said, I have to break you of that because I'm getting ready to take you to the next level. And if you go to the next level, having any dependency on what you bring, the devil's going to destroy you. Can, can I help somebody? The trouble you in may not be from the devil. The trouble you in may be God trying to break you from your stubborn self. Some of us are too stubborn for our own good. And God has said, I can't use that because you're not totally dependent on me. And many of us think we're too smart. We know too much. We think we see. We got our own way. We'd rather do it our way than God's way. We don't even trust the word of God. David said, I am learning. I don't know nothing. I don't see nothing. Unless God shows me through his word, by his spirit, I'm learning not to open up my mouth. Many times we are too opinionated about what we don't even understand. Everything has a spiritual source. Everything is connected either to the kingdom of God or the kingdom of the devil. And then we sit down and give our opinion about something that we don't have a clue about. Lord, help me to see. James 1, 16 says this out of the Message Bible. It says, so, my dear friends, don't throw off, don't get thrown off course. Don't lose your way. Don't go in your own way or your own understanding. God has a path, got a course for you. Let's next one. He said, every desirable, beneficial gift comes out of heaven. Not just spiritual, but everything. Let me explain it. It's funny that in the, and y'all don't have to turn it, in Genesis chapter 1, where we talk about, you know, in Genesis chapter 2, we talked about God created us, then said, and, and it was full of gold. God gives you clue in the Bible. And when he gives a clue in the Bible, what he's saying there is, I put gold, diamonds, silver, everything precious in the ground for you to discover. Hold on. If he put it in the ground for us to discover, then he's the one who gives way for us to discover it. 
When you go into Genesis chapter, I think it's chapter 3, chapter 4, chapter 5, they start listening to people, and he starts saying, and this one is the father of herds. He had cattle. This one is the father of instruments. This one is the father, and what he's saying is, I put in him this ability to be brought forth on the earth so that mankind can accomplish what I want them to do. Hold on now. He said, they didn't do it. I did. I gave illumination of how to melt gold, how to deal with bronze, how to dig up and clean up diamonds. He said, he said that person that was born to do that had my hands on them to discover what I already know. There's somebody that's going to be born that's going to have a cure for cancer because God has it in them that when they grow up, God's going to lead them. Listen, listen, they may not even be a believer, but God wants to get to the world things so bad that he's giving gifts, he's giving illumination, he's giving life so that we can be blessed. James said, all good On every level, it's coming from for our benefit. If my theory is true, then why isn't God bringing more out of His children? I think part of the reason is we think we know. We think we see. We add more credit to worldly knowledge than to the word of God. Ego tells me I got this. I don't need God. And God won't step in where you won't let him. Amen. Even in spiritual knowledge, you got to have a hunger for it. You, you got to seek him. Matter of fact, Genesis chapter 4, verse 20 says that, and set a man born whose name was Esha, a mortal man of mankind. This time, he brought forth, watch this, he brought forth prayer, praise, and thanksgiving. You know what happens? And Romans 1 tells us this, that though they knew God, they started to not acknowledge God, and the understanding of God started to leave the earth. So now God brought up a man that started focusing on prayer. On worship, on praise. And he said, and he started teaching others, and it caught on. What has God 
given to you for you to bring forth to those around you? What spiritual influence of God, what light, what illumination, what understanding that God has given you that he wants you to teach others? What is it that God has in you that you can't find on your own? It takes God to bring it out. Some of us is going to spend the rest of our lives trying to connect things, and because we're trying to do it, it's never going to happen. The more I surrender to God, the more God brings out of me. The more I say, I can't. God says, I know you can't, but I can. The more I realize how weak I am, the more I begin to operate in the strength of God. God never told us to be independent of him. He wants us to be totally that was always the case. That was always it. Satan has deceived us. Amen. Here he is, a shepherd boy. And God, because of David's heart, let me give you a list of what David became. David was, he, he, he walked into Israel, a praiser. He was a worshiper. David was so bad that he totally changed the worship of the nation of Israel. He wrote most of the Psalms, and other people start writing Psalms, which is a journal, which is a praise, which is their hymnal. All of a sudden, because of the gift in David, because David set himself up under God's hand, the gifts that God had in him start coming out. Yeah. Uh, hold on, hold on. He took Israel from a nation that was getting beat up yeah. to an empire yeah, yeah. that everybody feared. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Yeah. Our neighbor. 
neighborhoods. Our families. This world. With some folks. That have enough faith. To say Lord use me. Lord here I am. I lay myself at your hand. I'm not going to pretend like I know. But that I'm going to let you do. What only you can do. God is that awesome of a God. Give God some praise. Hallelujah. Acts 13, 22 said, And when he had removed him, he raised up David to be their king. Of him, he testified, said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, conforming to my will and purpose who would do all my will. For David, after he served God, verse 36, God, God's purpose in his own generation, he fell asleep. Did you hear what he said? After David found his own will. Hallelujah. He said this. He said, David found what God had for him to do. And under God's direction, he completed it. My question to you is, has God given you the illumination of what he has for you? That's good. Have you so put yourself under God's hands? It's clear. Has God so showed you not what you want to be, but what God has created you to be. And have you said yes, though you may go through hell to get there? I believe God is trying to show us, each of us, the purpose he created us. And unless you see it for yourself, unless you say yes, Lord, you will never find it. And as long as we are determined to have our own way, our own will, when we want it, the way we want it, God said, you're never going to enter into what I have for you. God's true. God's true. Psalms 119. It, it says this. It says, it says that it unfolds. Which means that it's one fall at a time. But when you get this fall and walk in this truth, he unfolds another level. Uh, somebody want to hear me? When, 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 when you're obedient to this level, He'll, he'll take you to another level. Did you know that there are levels of his truth? Levels of his glory? Levels of understanding him? Levels of knowing him? Levels of God showing you? That's why, that's why 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18 says, from one level of glory, to the next level of glory that God is doing something that he wants to get glory from the illumination and light that
daddy shows us. Without that, you're stuck. Spinning your wheels. Going nowhere. You know what I realized? That God is saying, I can't trust you enough to show you more. I want to I want to show you more. But the problem is, you're going to think it's you. You won't be grateful, as they say. Matter of fact, I might lose you if I do more through you because you're going to get such a big head, you're going to think you could do it all by yourself. So I'm protecting you but not giving you more because until I fix you on the inside, I can't lift you higher on the outside. I'm more worried about your integrity than I am about how happy you are. See, if you're happy, you're going to forget about me. But when I fix the integrity of your heart, that I can show you more of my glory. I can show you more of myself. I can show you who I am. I can use you for my glory. And you will always get the glory back to me. Hallelujah. My fact, you will recognize that it was me all the time. It was me that kept you when you didn't know nothing. It was me that healed you when you were sick. It was God that made a way out of no way when you didn't know what to do. Matter of fact, when I look back over my life, I recognize, I recognize it was nobody but God who stepped in, kept me, saved me, blessed me, delivered me, set me free. I had nothing to do with it. It was all him, and I'm so grateful. Oh, oh, David understands. And when you really understand, you can look at your trouble and you can say, wait a minute. The same God who kept me through all that. The same God who brought me through all that. The same God who stopped Satan from killing me and all that. The same God that made my enemies stumble and fall. The same God who led my steps through traps that were set around me. The same God. The very same God that did all that is the same God that will keep me right now. He said, God will order my steps through this. Though the weapon shall be formed. Though it is formed. 
coming right before my eyes. He said, I, I won't fret. I won't worry. Because I know whose hands I'm in. I know who holds tomorrow. I know who's walking it out. Listen, 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 listen. If God kept me through all that, and I got a promise on the table for my future, I'm in a win-win situation. Uh, you may not see it. You may not understand it. But what God has done for me was for me. You don't know my story. You don't know how good God's been. So though you think ought to be pulling out my hair, I know something. Matter of fact, let me change that. I know somebody. I know somebody who has kept me all the days of my life. So, 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 somebody ought to be shouting. Somebody ought to be praising. Somebody ought to say, thank you, Lord. Listen, 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 listen. The Lord has not brought you this far for you to lose your mind. The Lord hasn't brought you this far for you to give up on what he has given you. Let the devil say what he wants. Let him throw his best. Why? I'm not standing in my knowledge, in my understanding. I'm trusting, I'm trusting the word of God. I'm trusting his promises. I'm trusting what he said because my God can't lie. David had an assurance. Yes, he did. That he is the light of the Lord on the earth. He just said something to me. He said, tell them I got my name on them. Are you a child of God? I said, he got his name on you. His name is his glory. And even if you don't do everything right, and you won't, he won't let himself down. Amen. He won't let his name down. Somebody ought to shout. He got, he got, he got his name on me. But that he has set a banner over you. A banner of victory. That when the devil sees you, he knows you are a child of God. He may talk smack, but he can't touch you. He can't touch you. Why? Because you're covered by the blood. You're covered by the blood. You're covered by the blood. For his glory. Glory means the illumination of his character that he shows to you he shows through you, that he pours on you, 
that even others will have to testify of how good he is. So David is saying this. King Saul can't win. Because God has already placed his name, his glory, and his purpose on me. And nothing can stop him from glorifying himself. He's my light, my illuminator, my way maker. He keeps showing me more and more. He'll show you. He'll show you how to make it through. He'll show you how to walk this way. He'll show you how to be what he called you. He'll show you everything that you need to know. He'll show you. And you ask him. And you lean on him. And you depend on him. He'll show you. He'll show you. Says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, he says, though if our gospel be hid, it is hid by the God of this world, which is Satan. He said, but God has spoke that his light of Jesus Christ may shine on you. If you see Jesus, that is an illumination. If you see him as Savior, if you see him as God in the flesh, that's not by human nation. That's by illumination, revelation by the Spirit of God. And he is showing you that you may let him in your life and be your Savior. Then he wants you to let him be your Lord that will lead you. It's, it's the Spirit of God that binds Satan and opens up that the light may shine in. It's supernatural. In this warfare between light and darkness, it is the power of God breaking through for you. He wants you to let him in. If you just say to them, Lord Jesus, I know that you died for my sins. I know you rose for my sins. Come into my heart. The Lord will come in. He will come in. He will no wise catch you out. His, his, his arms are wide open. There's a number that's going to come up on the street. That 400 number. You can call it. Somebody will get back with you. He loves you. He wants his light to shine on you. Open up your heart and let him in. Father, even now, thank you for the light that each one of us sees. There's so much more. There's so much more. You're trying to get to us. 
to try to get through us so it can be a benefit to those around us. Lord, shine. Lord, shine. Shine your light on us, Lord. That we may understand. That we may see. That we may get it. Thank you for your grace. And you are patient with us. You are long-suffering with us. So, Lord, give us grace upon grace. And you take us from one level of light, of understanding, to the next level. We need you. We want you. Lord, we love you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for your support. See you next week. Hallelujah. Come on, praise team.